Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. This uh, is an interesting proposal. Uh, the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce is involved in right now. The uh, Ch- Commerce uh, Chamber of Commerce is teaming up now with the Greater Kitchener-Waterloo and Cambridge Chambers in support of a launch of a report entitled Up, Up, and Away, The Impact of Restrictive Municipal Tendering in Ontario. I know you're saying, what's that mean to me? Well, it's costing a lot of money. That's what it means to you. And it's the way that the uh, the cities uh, actually contract out when they have to build something and they want to find out who's out there. There's a tendering process that's supposed to work, and we're not so sure that it does. Joining us to talk about the policy and uh, what might be done about it is uh, Hasefa Saeed, who is a policy and research analyst with the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce. Uh, thanks for coming in, by the way. It's good to see you. I know you had a meeting today. I guess uh, thanks for, for uh, switching things around for us. Good to have you here. Thanks for having me, Bill. It's, uh, it's an important issue for all of us. Well, this is, and, and, and like I say, a, a lot of people might think, well, that's not really relevant to me. This is costing cities, including Hamilton, an awful lot of money, a significant amount of money, and it's been going on for quite some time. Absolutely. So, um, you know, and you, you were just mentioning before the interview that you were on council and, and you know, this was being discussed back then. So, um, you know, that, that's really what the study is finally showing from an a- economic point of view that um, Hamilton has been overpaying for uh, a variety of municipal public uh, contracts, uh, you know, and that includes anything from, you know, playgrounds, hockey arenas to, you know, gazebos and, and parks. Well, just and, think and of all the pools, stuff that everything. the city is involved in every year. Yeah. Yeah. And Hamilton almost, uh, the, the issue we're talking but applies to almost all sectors. In, in some other cities, like we were talking in Waterloo yesterday when the report was launched, like, you know, the, it's creeping up in a few sectors there and there. And then, you know, a few unions have filed uh, to cover a few other sectors. But Toronto and Hamilton stand out in the province as two cities where this is, you know, almost uh, available in almost every sector w- where there are closed uh, tendering environments. Uh, and, you know, uh, it is costing taxpayers significantly more. And uh, it's also, you know, arguably reducing the quality uh, of, of products, and nothing against the work uh, of the unions that are working on the projects, but you know, basic economics and big, basic law of specialization would say is that some firms in the market are just better at doing certain things over over you know firms that are good at doing everything. So you know, in our membership and in Hamilton, we have firms that only do hockey arenas. Uh, you know, and, and if they're left out of um, uh, bidding for a city of Hamilton project because it, it's restricted to a certain union, which is only employed by certain other companies, then, you know, you can put it together and say that perhaps we're not getting the best number of firms uh, applying for Hamilton projects because it's a closed tender environment, whereas you go to Brand, Brand County, you go to Halton, you go to all the other municipalities in and around Hamilton, and if they're open tender environment, which most of them are, uh, they can go for anyone and, and you know, um, Yeah, let's, let's, let's backtrack for just yeah, a yeah. second because I think a lot of people maybe have this perception on the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And they think that, uh, we'll use your example then, uh, I say for the, let's, they're going to build an arena, okay, whatever the case yeah. might be. Uh, you'd think that, okay, we bought tenders. So anybody that's interested in bidding on this contract, yeah, they submit a bid, uh, and those bids are evaluated, and the lowest bid uh, that, that fits all the criteria gets the contract. Yeah. That's the way that it's Invest supposed quality. to work, right? Yes. So you figure, okay, company ABC uh, had the lowest bid. They look like these guys really know what they're doing. You get it. Yeah. Uh, and the, the other bid's probably too high. Maybe they don't all check all the boxes, so they don't get it. But from what you're saying, it doesn't always work that way. It does because not because that, that company way. that I just said won the bid may not even be, been able to qualify for. No, t- they, they they couldn't no. even bid in some of these cases. No, and and, and you know that's the big small difference. And and whenever we talk to 
to this uh, to our members and business people, uh, you know, and they're completely mind blown by this reality. Uh, this is an issue that's really not on the radars of a lot of people. I think a small part of it this is because it only affects right now like four or five municipalities, like Sault Ste. Marie, Waterloo region, us, and Toronto. Uh, so the province as a whole isn't really aware of it, but it could come anywhere, right? Because it's a provincial legislation, um, and the technicality here is that there's some vague um, language within the uh, Labor Relations Act, whereas uh, a municipality can be construed as a construction employer. And when you are a construction employer, uh, you're supposed to be in the business of construction. And as such, any single labor union um, or their staff that already uh, do work for you can apply to be in a collective agreement with the entire city. So as a result, moving forward for that category, so let's say carpenters or, or you know metal workers, um, only that union can bid for those contracts. No one else. Um, and, and, and over here, we're not talking about unionized versus non-unionized environment. We're talking about if a certain union has um, the mandatory privilege of applying for bids uh, and construing Hamilton as a construction employer for their category, a company that hires non-unionized workers cannot apply for that. A company that is represented by another union cannot apply for that. So as a result, like what this study is finally showing, because we've been talking about it for a long time, is um, they did an evaluation of all the public bids that happen on Bidingo and, and all those RFP you know, uh, websites that the city uses. And they said the pool of applicants in Hamilton for bids went down from around 91 to you know 15 or 16. Um, and, and, and in many other categories, it went down even but lower. They, but the better contract might have been those others that aren't Most even likely. allowed to qualify anymore. Most likely. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.